Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Hypothetical, powered by Not So Serious. I'm your host, Aditya. I'm a strategy consultant and an incoming university student at the University of Warwick. I'm Leo, a current university student at Tunnel University. Awesome. Welcome to our podcast. Now, um, before we go into the episode, let's just talk about, you know, I just want to get to know Leo a bit more about his week. So, Leo, how have you been, man? How's your week been? All right. Pretty busy. Um, back to school again after the mid-semester break of assignments and stuff. It's getting pretty hectic. But yeah, generally pretty good. Got, um, I heard you got to choke my ass. Oh, yes. I did get vaccinated. And uh, I, my immune system for like T-pulls on the vaccine, I don't have any side effects, which I'm very fortunate for. Yeah, How about well, you? I, on the other hand, when I got my vaccine, I was dead. Just, I couldn't do anything. So, screw you. Um, but yeah, um, I, I'm, I'm good. I think um, work is picking up quite a bit. Um, most, like, our clients are sort of overlapping with each other. So, like, everyone is kind of everywhere at the moment. So that's been a bit busy. Um, but I, I'm having a lot of fun. I'm learning a lot. Um, and I think that's pretty cool. I got my unconditional offer from University of Warwick uh, a couple of days ago, which means I'm, like, confirmed, confirmed going. Um, so that's pretty cool. It's pretty exciting. Um, but there's nothing much to it. Uh, yeah. But Leo has some very, very special news for everyone. Leo, would you care to introduce Indeed. Now, to those who have been keeping up with our podcast and counting the number of episodes we have, you may notice by the time this releases that this is the 10th episode. And for that, uh, we'd like to thank Woo! everyone who has listened Go. to <laughs> We'd like to thank everyone who has listened to the podcast so far and who has given us feedback uh, privately. And so now, uh, we'd like to, I guess, reaffirm that we are going to continue with our consistency and aim to hit one, one episode every week going into the near future. And we hope to have more guests on and discover um, and cover broader topics. And for that, and since this is the 10th episode and a bit of a celebration, we do have a very fitting topic. Yeah, so b- before we move on to the topic, you know, um, again, I just want to really thank everyone for being a part of this and listening to us ramble on, um, you know, for 10 episodes. It's really, really exciting. I can't wait to do more episodes. You know, I think the thing is, like, recording every week has been sort of a struggle, but I think the feedback that we get and the fact that people who are listening to us um, kind of keeps, keeps us going. Um, we hope to really bring on new guests. I want to bring on the people that I've listened to on podcasts, um, you know, get working professionals on, just add just a whole bunch of value to your life. So I really see this podcast um, going in that direction. Um, and so I'm really, really excited for that. Speaking of excitement and celebration, um, today we want to talk about something very, very, I wouldn't say controversial, but it's a bit, it's a bit of a sidestep from what we usually talk about. Today we're talking about, hypothetically, what if we just started party? Now, this is just a bit of a, a kind of like a background to this. Um, for me personally, I am someone who, I, I like to go out. I like to have fun with my friends. Um, I can't say I was always a very studious kid. So when I was younger, I definitely had this whole kind of partying phase where I was around people who were drinking, who were smoking. Um, certain other nefarious substances were also involved due to legal reasons. I will not be disclosing those substances. Um, 
you know, like, and, and I was doing this when I was like, what, 15, 16, and I was in, I was in high school. Um, instead of studying, I was doing all of this, this stuff. Um, and Leo, would you want to talk about your experience with partying yeah. just a little bit? So the context on my end is um, almost a complete opposite from Adi. I very, very much do not have much experience. I have been to, you know, I guess, get together with friends um, in my, like, years ago, but for a long time, I sort of not detested or not hated, but I really found that it didn't appeal to me. And so for the most part, I sort of stayed away from um, partying. Cool. I mean, I'd like to, well, I have to profess, preface this by saying that right now, I'm not much of a partier, um, but there's an evolution, and I, I kind of want to talk about that. So let, let's talk about that versus studying, right? So here we have two sort of polar opposites. You have, you know, Leo, who was mostly stuck at home. Well, I wouldn't say stuck. Well, he chose to be at home um, most of the time. And then I was quite out and about and everything. Um, and we've sort of ended up in a very, I guess, similar place in life. Um, Leo got results that he's proud of. Um, he's in a really good university. He's in like second year, second year, right? Yes. Second year of his university degree. I miraculously ended up with really great grades, grades that I'm super proud of throughout my A-levels and my GCSEs. And I'm also in a university that I absolutely love. Uh, and it happens to be a really great university. And so there, there are two different parts that have kind of came to a similar point. So I, I want to talk about that. Leo, do you, have you ever regretted staying at home on like a, on a Friday night or on a Saturday night? I think there's uh, definitely, um, well, regret maybe is not the right word. I think it would be, have I wondered what it would be like when I see, you know, you open Instagram and you see, you know, the next 10 stories on a Friday night, it's like all your friends hanging out or like being together and you're not there, it's a bit, has been in the past a bit, um, not really lonely, but a bit like, oh, I wish I could have been there, or I wish I would do that, right? I, and there's that thought process that's like, hey, maybe I could try. Um, but for the most part, I don't regret it. I think it's, it's you know, a lot of, it is a lot of personal preference. I don't feel like I've been forced, like I was socially like pushed into the house and I wasn't like socially accepted. I think that for the most part, because of my preferences, like what I, I preferred to sort of stay at home, or even if it wasn't staying at home, right? Even if it was going to, I don't know, going to dinner or something or hanging out with friends, just not partying. That I I I don't I haven't been able to find a situation where I've regretted it. But have you ever regretted it? There were so there were times. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna spill the tea on some some pretty negative experiences in my life. Um, so I remember I was, I think I was 15, 15, 15 going 16, maybe probably. Um, and in my school in ELC, 
um, I wasn't selected to go to a debate tournament and I was quite upset about it um, because like, you know, I, I was pretty confident in my speaking skills. Obviously it's got a lot better, hopefully, um, but you know, it didn't make sense to me why I wasn't chosen. Um, a friend of mine actually went and asked the person who selected the people and it was like, you know, why wasn't, you know, I was, why wasn't I selected? And it came, it kind of boiled down to the fact that I, because I wasn't really taking my schoolwork seriously, I was handing in assignments late. I wasn't doing the best on exams. Uh, and because of that, it was kind of a liability to the school to allow me to go and do external stuff when my kind of like home base or like my grades and my academics weren't solid yet. And for me, that was a really big kicker because, you know, there certainly were times where I'd gone out on a Friday night or a Saturday night and either I end up doing my homework at like a Sunday, like at midnight. Uh, or just not doing it. And then either copying from someone on a Monday morning, I swear to God, if they recall my high school certificate after this this podcast, I will like, I will shoot someone. Um, I, I hope they can't do that. But anyway, I digress. Uh, oh, you know, I, I just get, get in trouble, get, you know, I was on academic probation for like two weeks, um, which is when, when you get like this, I hate the color blue after that. You get this blue slip of paper um, with all of your subjects and every teacher has to sign after every lesson um, and essentially you just couldn't mess up after that, like, at that point um, and that was a big thing for me because I think overall for me was I didn't regret going up because I think I had a lot of really valuable life experience but over time I found the importance of drawing a line so when I when I hit about when I had the 10th 10th grade was when I was like okay I actually have to take this seriously because I have a good thing with like doing MUN and stuff. And I was kind of getting a bit better, like well-known. I was kind of doing stuff that I was proud of outside of school. But I knew it wouldn't mean much if I wasn't also academically strong. So I was like, okay, I'm still going to party. I'm still going to go out. I'm still going to have fun. But I need to know when to draw the line and need to like stay back at home. So I think for me, it was about two, two or three weeks before my exams. I would just stay at home and I would study and I would get stuff done. Um, and finding that balance is really very important for me. Mm. Um, yeah, but but I think that there are kind of like pros and cons to this. And let's talk about that. So Leo, from the times that you have went out when and you said you haven't regretted it, what is something that you really, really valued about that experience going out? I think when it comes Party. to... Yeah, well, I think of course you can never... Not you can never, but it's very difficult to regret that the people never you are with. Never. Why did you have to do that? Okay, I don't know. I'm gonna edit that out. No, I'm not. Um, but this is how we get I, to twenty episodes. Twenty. We're only at ten, buddy. Chill. But I think the people that you're with, providing that it's the the right people and the people that you feel comfortable with, it's very difficult to regret it. And of course, it is uncertain what can happen um, when you go out, especially in any situation. Like you go out, you step, even if you're sitting, me sitting in this chair right now, there's a lot of uncertainty, a lot of things could happen. I get, get struck by lightning or somehow. But it's, there's a lot of risk to it. Because especially when you're with people that, um, with a larger group or people that you don't necessarily know, there's a lot of 
you know, more from what I know, um, just common sense would dictate that the more people that are there, there's a higher chance of things like drama kicking up. There's a lot of, there's more chance for something to kick up. And particularly if, you know, you're not on the same wavelength with each other, there's a lot of variables. More and, people, more problems. And I think it can be, yeah, well, but it's very difficult to regret it when it does go right. And even when it goes wrong, it's still a lesson. If you think about it that way, it's still, sure, it's, it's not ideal to have things go wrong. Um, for example, like me getting my laptop bank stolen at the train station. Oh, that was a with, story. Oh my with, God. With people around, like it's, it's always like that risk, you know? But even with that, there's always, not always, but there was a lesson to be learned, at least for me, right? When it comes to taking care. Yeah. And I think that not specific situation, I, I hope to, I really hope that nobody has to encounter that. Um, but if you do, then you learn how to handle it better down the road. And that happens, that applies to a lot more things rather than just parking and social interaction but yeah I, I agree with you okay so the thing about me for me was and I, i'm gonna flex like anyone who's listening who knows me in real life which i think most of you do i'm gonna flex super hard here just bear with me for a second um yeah so i as i said before i'm, I'm kind of really proud of my grades i got straight A's and igcse i got straight A stars during my a levels i got top in malaysia for one of my subjects um and, and that puts me on a very, on a very similar caliber with people who stayed at home and studied all day. But I did all of that and I was, I had doing all the stuff that I loved doing. I went out, I had fun, you know, and I partied, all of that stuff I did, but I still got my grades. The difference is, and I think why I, I, I really don't regret it is because when you put me next to someone who has the same grades, but someone who stayed at home and studied all day, I have life experience. Like you said, like if something happens, you know how to deal with it. But it's also so much more like I know people who are outside of my school, you know, like I, I talk to people, I understand how to behave in a social setting. I have experiences and memories that I can count back on and I can laugh about and, and these are all just things where you can let loose and I think that was very very important so I, I still think that going on partying is very very important because it teaches you a lot about life um, but that being said there is always that that limit and I think I think there's a difference and I think there has to be a it's a it's a self-awareness thing I, I think we I like we should just rename our podcast the self-awareness podcast at this point um, but it's about it's about understanding why you do what you do. So right now, I don't. I mean, barring MCO and like this is this started about I don't know uh, a year before COVID as well. But just with everything considered, I don't go out as much anymore. Oh, I don't do stuff that is like having fun as much anymore. And for me, I'm completely content with that. I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. Because A, I, I did it when I was younger, so I understood, I know all that experience. 
But my priorities and where I am at my life now is for me, I am in love with the process of what I'm doing. And that's fine. When I was doing A-levels and I wasn't going out a lot because my A-levels was nine months, I didn't have time. I was okay with it because for me, it was this, this short grind um, to, to creative things. But the problem with doing this over a long period of time is you lose out on life. I have these friends who, from all the way since like school until like university, they'd be like, oh, you know, I've got assignments. I can't do this. I can't rest. I can't take a day off. I've got school. I can't, I can't do other projects because I've got exams. I've got school. I can't date until I finish exams. Or I can't date until I finish school. But then there's college. There will always be another thing. There was always going to be a university assignment, a, a class test, an exam, a deadline, a, a job interview. There was always going to be something. But if you let that mess with you having fun with your life, then you really are going to regret it like later down the line. You know. Hmm. I think I have a lot to to like comment on that because I think for me it's just a recent a tangent from the topic, but a recent mindset shift. Uh, from myself has been to not think of myself no matter how much I have to do to not think of myself as busy and to not use being busy as an excuse to not do something because yeah. at least for me and I'm not going to put down anybody that or I'm not trying to put down anybody that um, thinks of themselves as busy but at least for me when I think of myself as being busy I sort of lose control of my own time management and it's almost like a self, like circular logic where I'm busy, therefore I can't do anything. And I'm not, I can't do anything, therefore I'm busy. And so whenever something comes up and it's really, it's a really stressful circle, because at least uh, for me, it's mean that, oh, I've got assignments coming up. I can't, I can't like, I can't have a call. I can't go out I've got this coming up and it's like I basically condemned myself to saying that for to I've, I've convinced myself that for the rest of however long it is that I'm assigned right I'm busy I'm occupied my time is blocked which interestingly at least for me has resulted in procrastination because I'm like oh I was assigned and from I'm assigned this whole week to this one assignment coming up that's due next week. So I have all this time, but I'm busy. I can't use it for anything else. And so now I'm procrastinating the rest of it. And I'm not doing things that are making me happy. And I feel like I've lost control, which makes me even less happy. So I think when it comes to when it comes to saying that no, I can't do this because I've got assignments, because I've got whatever it is. No, my is to say that, no, I'm making the choice to say I want to do my studies um, and owning all of this decisions I make and saying that, no, I want to do it like this. I get to do this instead of... I, I, I get to do this. I get to say, yeah. okay, I'm going to do this now. But if I hit a bump or I hit a wall, then okay, I'm making the decision to take like a half hour, an hour, a half day, a full day break from whatever I'm doing and coming back at it the next day or whatever it is. And in the meantime, I'm going to play some games, watch TV, whatever. Um, so that's just my little tangent, which I think applies yeah. quite fittingly. It, it does apply because 
it's just it's this thing about like people like to like look at their time in in work blocks which i think it, it can work for some people it doesn't work for me right like i can't I can't make a to-do list that's like okay from this time at this time when this and from this time at this time when this. I can't do that because what what it, what it encourages it encourages you to look at the things that you have to do as work things that are automatically assumed as not fun and fun things that you want to do whereas when you just when you build your day around generally the things that you are going to get done you tend to have a more, more fluid sense of time and you have to sort of put in the work to kind of enjoy the process of what you're doing so you're doing an assignment and you're putting on some music you're taking like a five percent productivity hit from doing like listening to music while working but that's making you kind of enjoy the process of doing that assignment a bit more and that's going to be it's going to be a lot better for the long-term sustainability of your productivity and then let's say you get a like a phone call from a friend, a friend wants to call, a friend asks you, let's go have lunch or whatever. Pre-MCO, kids don't leave the house during lockdown, okay? It's like 7,000 cases. <laughs> Disclaimer, uh, you know, but in that, in that scenario, you have to ask yourself, if I don't take this call, if I don't go out for this lunch, what is the, is that going to move the needle in, my, in terms of my output? For 90% of the time, for me, it never does. Like I know, let's say if I study for two hours a day, for example, right? I've I've studied for like my minimum is always it's always been two hours a day since I was like in second grade. Um, because my grandmother used to be a tuition teacher, so she would make me study like two hours a day. And so for me, two hours a day is like my my absolute like it's my locked in, like I will always get two hours a day of work. But if I were to study three hours a day, how much more of an improvement could that be in terms of the results I can achieve? Nine times out of 10, it wouldn't be something that truly mattered as much. And so when you weigh the balances, I think it's still worth it to then take an experience that you would be happy with, whether that's going out with a friend or playing a video game or, I don't know, nuking Russia or something. You know, something that brings you joy. To any Russian listeners out there, I do apologize. Um, yeah, but okay. Um, I think yeah, I think that kind of boils down to it. I think do both. Uh, make sure you are comfortable and you are enjoying the process of studying, and, and you need to make sure that you have, have have hard limits for yourself. But at the same time, don't forget to just go out and have fun. It, it doesn't have to be partying. It, it can be going out with friends. It can be you know watching Netflix. Don't don't think that you are only worth it or you are only productive if you work like 14 hour days or whatever like that's not a thing you know like the only time you should be doing that is if you enjoy working that much and and sometimes i do and and i'm fine with it but if you are not fine with it don't force yourself to. it's gonna be okay but before we end this i want to i want to take this discussion elsewhere because we talked about party and i want to talk about something that's related to party I want to talk about like the drinking and, and smoking, particularly vaping culture that exists with people our age with partying and stuff. Now, I've been around that environment for quite a while, right? When I was, you know, when I was younger, when I used to go party, go out with friends, a lot of my friends would, would smoke, would vape, um, would drink, whatever. And especially now um, when I go out as well, you know, a lot of places that I go to a bar, I, I don't drink personally. 
Um, but a lot of my friends do drink, a lot of my friends do smoke and stuff. And most of them started when they were 15, 16 years old. Um, and that, that habit has kind of continued since. So Leo, what do you think about underage drinking and smoking and, and drinking and smoking when you're partying and stuff? Mm. What a fantastic question. Um, <laughs> Ask the I'm not, Irishman I'm, about drinking. I'm not implying sarcasm there. <laughs> um, I'm just buying myself time to think. <laughs> Public domaining strategies number one, or 101. But I think ooh, it's a very difficult question because on one hand, there's nothing like my well, okay. own, my, okay, my own well, opinion is it's a difficult question because on at least for me is is or on my end, I I don't know. I I do think it's uh, I think it's a problem, um, almost because it's hidden, or well, it's not so hidden, but it's more like, I mean, it's open to see. You can preempt you, you can see it quite quite readily, but it's almost like a blind eye is turned to it. I feel, and it's it's almost like it's difficult to accept that. It happens, and it happens arguably quite widely. It's not like it's That's not true. like one one in a million people, like one in every. I don't know how many people are underage in Malaysia, but one out one out of however many thousand is like, hey, this guy, this one person is a is like the village drinker and smoker. It's not. <laughs> it, I I I reckon it's greater than that. Um. But there's no, you know, I, I think a big problem is that we don't have, or we are lacking data behind it. We are, we are lacking a real ability to study why it happens or, or to determine or to, to determine if it is definitively positive or negative. Now, alcohol for the most part, um, when it's used as a crutch is a big negative. Anything used as a crutch is a big negative, right? And including these two substances. So in, in a big way, I would say, in my personal view, yes, it's a problem. Um, but I don't think I will have the power or the permission to wag my finger at people and be like, ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, no, no, no. I think, uh, personally, me, you know, if you're, the, if you're over the age of 16, go ahead, drink, drink smoke, whatever. Do the fuck, whatever the fuck you want. Do it consciously. I think, like, the whole thing about data, right? Yeah, I think it's it's undoubtedly that a lot of people are age smoke drink. Like, I don't think I could go through my, like, Instagram followers list for more than two swipes without knowing someone that drinks and smokes, who's a, who's a teenager. The and I think I don't I don't even think that like I think the, the culture around it is kind of a problem. And and if we talk about like drinking culture, for example, it's such a big thing when you are in high school, particularly if you're in like an international school, it's such a huge thing. Like you've got seniors or kids who like go to clubs and go to cure or whatever, and and any I think you can see it in how it's represented in media. I remember doing when I was when I was like young and I used to watch TV shows. The stuff that I grew up on was like, 
Hannah Montana and Sweet Life of Zack and Cody and like, you know, Wizards of Waverly Place, where the, where the kids on those shows were kids, you know? Like the, the biggest thing that would happen in that show was like the guy and the girl would like hold hands or they would kiss. That, that, that's about it. One of if you look at, like If you look at like Disney shows now, dude, like it's like blasphemy. Like I'm like, whoa, like it's, it's ridiculous. And, and that's, that's part of the thing because I think as a society, we are putting a lot, of, lot more pressure on kids to grow up faster. And part of that has been drinking and smoking at a much younger age. And the whole thing about, you know, everyone, you know, is drinking. And, and so you are going to drink as well. And peer pressure isn't really, listen, you know, I, I want you to drink. If you don't drink, I'm not going to be friends with you. I personally have never met someone who has said, who has forced me to drink or who has said, um, oh, if you don't drink, I'm not going to be friends with you. I don't think that that happens as much as people think it does. What, what, what is peer pressure is seeing all the friends around you drinking and having fun drinking. And you think that if you want to have fun, you should drink because then you can relate to the experiences. I personally have found just hanging around them is good enough. Like it's, you get the relatability already. Like it's, it's all good. Um, but that's, that's the thing. And it's also how people deal with it. Like a lot of people just look at drinking and smoking as like a binary thing. It's like you drink, you're a bad person. You don't drink, you're a good person. Or like if you smoke, you just have to quit it immediately, you know? And like, that's not how it works. You have to approach it with the fact that this is a thing that a lot of people are going through and you need to support your friends or your kids or whatever into kind of slowly coming out of it, really. Mm. I think for me, or from my perspective, having the conversation about it or sparking conversations about it all over the place is going to be beneficial to to accepting that there are problems that come out of this, there are some big problems that can come out of this. Um, and having the conversation to, to start, again, like to start the process of addressing it, for those, I, 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 would, I would go out and say that there are probably people who genuinely enjoy like living like a rock star, right? Who are like on the post Malone vibe where they want to drink and smoke because they, they genuinely to the core enjoy it, right? And good for them if they, they should be able to. But I think it's, uh, yeah, man, I, 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 I definitely do agree with the fact with what you just said about it being a process and that it, it does take time to I it does take time to work through these issues, these social issues that we have, societal issues that we have. Um oh not not you talking about the social evils again. Oh no, we live in a society. Oh it's capitalism's fault. Um, <laughs> can yeah. we talk about like Honestly, like out of out of all all the things, like out of like drinking and smoking, vaping is such a fucked up thing to me because, like, have you seen these things? Like, the thing is, like, the, the level of friction. Like, if you if you want to buy a cigarette, like, you have to go to like a Seven Eleven or whatever at a KK Mart. You have to ask the dude to like give you a pack, right? Because they 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 all sell um, cigarette packs at the counter. Yeah. And yes, you you will have people who will like who don't care and they will just give it to you and they will sell it to you 
but there is always this anxiety that everyone will face if they want to go buy cigarettes. There's a little hub not... to it. There's a yeah. barrier of entry. For at least 60 people, that point of should I, should I not, should I, should I not, it, you can flip them. Mm. That, that fear can flip them. But with vape, dude, that shit looks like a pen drive, dude. Like, have you seen how small these things get? It, and it's so easy. And it's like, even when you're smoking, right? Because of like regulation and fire safety, all of that stuff. In a lot of places, you have to like go out of the house or go out of the restaurant or if you go to an external place to smoke. Mm. And there's always this thing about like you smelling bad after you smoke. So you have to wash up. So the, like even that, that friction of what happens after you smoke or the action of smoking will kind of put people off from doing it a lot. But with vaping, like that shit, like you can just like puff, puff and like, like nothing happens. Right, and that that's so much worse for kids to get addicted. Yeah, I mean, from what it looks like to me, of course, I never frequently smoke or vape. Um, she shouldn't have a count <laughs> in our conversation. I'm not saying anything, dude. I'm I'm making it clear to the audience. <laughs> That <laughs> no encounter in this conversation. Okay, go on, but, go on, go on. But I think vaping as a it's it's kind of perplexing in my head to see going from vaping and then into smoking from vaping. <laughs> it's like the reverse, the of, reverse. of what vaping was designed to do almost, or at least from what I know, I could be wrong. Um, but there's when you see vaping as the point of entry, if there's a point of exit, it's very weird to see. And it's very, it becomes a very difficult. Now, now the, the complexity of the question is, the complexity of the situation has like doubled because now you're dealing with, you're not just dealing with cigarettes and putting up barriers to cigarettes. Now, and then you say, okay, well, now we want to get people off cigarettes. Okay, let's get, let's make like a cigarette light. And then you get a vape. And then, because for the same reason that you can use it to get people off, you can also get people on easier. Yeah. And, 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 and it's like, times what do we do like now? <laughs> and they'll, a lot of the times they're marketed to kids because if I get someone who's like 40 to smoke, he's going to smoke for maybe what, 20, 30 years. But if I get someone who's like, 18 or 17 or 16 to smoke, he's going to be a lifetime customer. He's going to be like smoking for a long time. And there's a lot more money involved in that, you know? But anyway, um, I know it's been, it's been definitively proven anyway that um, the coronavirus doesn't affect smokers. But it does affect drinkers because that's why we don't sell alcohol in Malaysia during PKP. But we sell cigarettes during lockdown. Mm. anyway logic um, but, I, logic. <laughs> but I, I i do want to like end end a note by saying if you want to drink go ahead do it um know know your limits know to when you become um out of yourself if you want to smoke go ahead uh i don't advocate for it but do whatever the fuck you want it's your life fuck my alarm my bad do whatever the fuck you want what I will say is, don't, don't let the thought of having to smoke, having to drink, stop you from doing anything. 
Because I can guarantee you that anything in life that you think requires smoking or drinking doesn't exist. Like in, in the industry that I'm in, so like consulting and marketing and stuff, we, we do a lot of events. We, we go to a lot of parties. We, go, we do a lot of meetings. A lot of them happen to be in bars um, with a lot of older people and everyone's drinking and everything. And, you know, the, the classic thing is like when you close a deal, uh, the client, or, or we always go like, you know, we'll buy you around and stuff like that's That's the culture there. But I've never had a problem not drinking there. And to anyone who's going to university, um, especially if you're going to university in the UK and you're going to live alone and, and you're afraid of that, it's, it's like there, there will be a, there will be a lot of people there who also don't drink. And so you will have that company. But B, there are also a lot of things that you can do with drinkers, with smokers that don't involve drinking. You, you can go to clubs, just don't drink. You know, so to don't let that stop you from having a lot of experiences. Um, just just live your life the way that you want to live. Yeah, and I yeah. think so on just on like my final or my concluding sentence, I guess, or my concluding say on this is that it's from I think I don't know if you agree with me on this or not, but it's not um as much as when you're younger, it looks like a very grown-up thing to do, it looks like the the cool thing to do. Um, and however many like ads that are like target, target children is like just say no to X, Y, Z it's like uh, although those are stereotypical it is drinking and smoking I feel is not is, doesn't need to be idealized or doesn't need to be like a goal yeah it's not like an accomplishment it doesn't need to be is it doesn't need to be idolized, but conversely, it doesn't have to be. Demonized. I, I feel like demonized. Have, That's the way. I don't think it needs to be demonized so much either. I think there is, yeah. it, it, it is a massive gray area because it's very, very much up to personal preference. Mm. And so, yeah, yeah, I agree. I think, yeah. I think that that's going to, I'll conclude it. I think that's going to wrap up this episode. That's our very special 10th episode. Thank you for listening. If you would like to see more of what we do, uh, this podcast is an extension of our branch of our website, Not So Serious, which is notsrs.com. Uh, we also have an Instagram going by the same name where we are freely open to any comments through uh, direct messages. And when we post updates, of what we do. So if you like to keep up with what we do, you follow us on Instagram as well. And yeah, that's yes. all. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much, everyone. Yes. Follow for follow. Stop everybody.